Hello and welcome to Melden Law and Friends, a podcast brought to you by Melden Law, a statewide law firm with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Today is Friday, November 20th, 2020. This is our fourth podcast, and Jeffrey, we've been Melden Law Talk for the first three weeks, but now we are Melden Law and Friends, so why the change? Well, we wanted to make sure everybody understands that this is not a legal affairs program because uh, a lot of folks wouldn't want to sit around for an hour listening to a bunch of lawyers talk. I, I have to agree with you there. But uh, the fact is, even with our first three podcasts, that's really what the show has been. It's been Melden Law and Friends. And that's really the concept going forward, right? Yeah, absolutely. I give credit to uh, my son and partner, Carrie Melden, for coming up with the name Melden Law and Friends. And it's pretty exciting that our podcast is really getting a lot of good response. It truly is. I I was talking with staff before we uh, started this program, and there's been an incremental but a very significant growth each of the three weeks. And this is our fourth week. We have another football game coming up tomorrow. We had a great game last week. Uh, Gators putting 63 points on the board against Arkansas. What do you think about the Vanderbilt game tomorrow? Well, I think uh, we're a 31-point favorite, so uh, unless we really, really don't take care of business, uh, we should be able to win. But there's some tough games coming up. We have to play at Tennessee. We have to play LSU, and LSU may get better. Uh, with their young team over the uh, rest of the season, and we got to play Kentucky. So uh, it looks like the there's going to be an SEC championship December 19th with the Gators playing Alabama, and whoever wins that <laughs> game will wind up going to the final. Might even four. have some implication on the Heisman Trophy race. Uh, that and and actually they used to uh, announce the Heisman Trophy. Uh, the first week of December, but this year they moved it back to two days after the SEC championship game. So whatever happens in that game, because both the Alabama quarterback and the Gator quarterback are contenders. They sure are. So in spirit with the concept of Melden Law and Friends, we have a longtime friend of the firm, a longtime friend of yours. You know him very, very well. Rabbi Burl Goldman. Rabbi, thank you so much for joining the program today. Thank you for having me. It's really a privilege and a, a pleasure to be with both of you. A few notes on the discussion just a few minutes ago uh, regarding the Gators, you know, <laughs> with the Gators winning last week and please God this week and more to come. You're quite a fan yourself. I'm a fan <laughs> my children are all over it. That's where I get the predictions from. I get it from my children and they go to the game sometimes with y'all and other friends and Melden and friends and it's uh, very exciting. You should know with Shabbat, uh, fr- Friday Eve uh, starting soon, today, uh, we're lucky, the audience is lucky that I'm a rabbi so you know the program will be short. <laughs> you won't need to endure a long sermon or sermons. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's been really fun over the years because I'm close with Rabbi Goldman and his eight children, and periodically I'll take uh, two or three or four to the basketball game, football games, to uh, you know, baseball games, and um, we have the best time, and they look forward to it. So they are true uh, diehard Gator fans. Yes, seven of our eight children, our family, were born in Gainesville, and Mendel, although he was born in New York, in New York City, uh, he moved here when he was four weeks old, so uh, we all bleed orange and blue, and uh, we're uh, better off for it. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, I mean, but your kids really know the players and the statistics and the what's going on. They aren't just Gator mild fans. They're like hardcore fans. Interesting at our center when the students who are way older than them in most cases, they come for Shabbat dinner or services or programs or just to talk or hang out with the family. They speak to our children as if they're speaking to the biggest, greatest critics on ESPN, asking them stats and names, and my children can't get enough of it. <laughs> so, Rabbi, tell us about the center. Of course, uh, you are very well known to students, to faculty, staff, alumni. You have such an impact on this community. But tell us a little bit about the history of the, I believe it's the Lubavitch Shabbat Jewish Student Center. Right. Uh, Chris, you said that pretty well. I, and, I, I uh, worked hard at it, that. <laughs> it's, it's sometimes difficult to pronounce Lubavitch Chabad Jewish Student Community Center, but it's actually very interesting. The names itself are extremely significant and historical. Okay. The word Lubavitch and Chabad are synonymous with each other. Lubavitch is from uh, the town in Russia, a small town of, in Russia, where the organization, so to speak, not was born, but established itself short after uh, a short while after its establishment as a, a, a well-known branch, a Hasidic branch of Judaism. Not branch, but a Hasidic group within Judaism. And it dates back close to 300 years. Uh, and Chabad is the name of, so to speak, the philosophy. It's an acronym for Chachma Bina Das, three Hebrew words of wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, and it basically parallels the group's philosophy and service of God. Wow. So Lubavitch and Chabad are synonymous, historically the location where it's from, the group's uh, roots in Russia, which is still present to this very day, although Lubavitch is all over the world, Chabad is probably the the largest uh, Jewish religious and social service organization in the world. So let's talk about your, your specific location here in Gainesville. I, I ride by on my bike a lot. Sometimes I see you out front. You're over on Fifth Avenue, just really a stone's throw away from the university. And you service, you provide services to students, staff, and really the community as a whole, right? Right. Uh, each center, each Chabad center, five, over 5,000 centers around the globe are independently run and operated. It's a very interesting phenomenon, almost unconventional to an average, you know, not to compare, or churches or organized synagogues or membership-based organizations. The Lubavitcher Rebbe of blessed memory, the uh, leader and mentor of all of the shluchim in this organization established it this way where each center will um, uh, uh, you know, move to a city or a town and uh, whether it's uh, within the United States, out of the United States and provide, fulfill and fill the spiritual and physical needs of that community. Not necessarily to bring something that hasn't existed before, but to complement or increase in what's available already, or obviously those communities and cities and towns that did not have a uh, Jewish center of any type to establish it. There's a well-known uh, fact in the Jewish world, and maybe it's beyond the Jewish world already, we hope, that wherever this Coca-Cola Cola, this Chabad, and it's, it's fascinating. They say there's going to be, you know, uh, on Mars. Where we're trying to go next, Mars. 
Where's America? You're going to set up a center on Mars? It says that Chabad will have the first Jewish center on Mars. It's fascinating because the Rebbe, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, wanted to reach each and every person, each and every Jew, and by extension, every person with the, so to speak, mission and philosophy of the Chabad Lubavitch movement, which there's, there's not enough time today to discuss everything, but at its core, it's to love each and every person to increase their awareness and observance of the spiritual elements of this world and specifically by transforming the ultimate goal and philosophically we believe that this is the purpose of the creation of the world is that all physical matter so to speak can be utilized uh, for a spiritual purpose and that's even having a good time at the game could be elevated in, in, in a good way to utilize that energy and that spirit to help people to grow a family to give people an outlet of positivity everything physical ultimately in this world we believe is to be utilized in a spiritual and godly way whether it's on the surface spiritual or beyond the surface spiritual? What a guest. I have we, a, we should have you on every week. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. How did you, give me uh, a little bit of the story about how you wound up in Gainesville. So again, uh, to make, to try to keep the story short, uh, my wife and I, when we were dating, she knows exactly when, but uh, I would say 23, 24 years ago, uh, we were discussing our life passion and interest to, you know, join, so to speak, the Lubavitch Chabad uh, movement's army of shluchim, of emissaries that established these uh, magnificent Jewish uh, centers and Jewish activities around the world. And my wife was working with college students when she was single. And I was working more in a central office for Chabad in New York, and I was also working with children and families, adult education and more family education. I ran a traveling Jewish exhibition all over the world, and that's for another segment or another show. And uh, my wife was very interested and passionate about working with college students. She had experience with it. She was very interested in it. And we, at the time... Chabad was looking to establish a permanent center in Gainesville, Florida, Eugene, Oregon, Santa Cruz, California, and one more place. And this was 1999, and we were given the opportunity to go on an exploratory mission to those to those four college towns where we knew there was a you know community as well as college students. So I guess uh, both of us would, would be happy with our you know, or our interests would be fulfilled, and. Make a long story short, how we see everything is by divine inspiration. Eugene, Oregon, they told us to come visit in four months. Santa Cruz, California, the rabbi, I don't think, got back to me to this very day. <laughs> that was just a joke. But, uh, and when I called the head Chabad rabbi, the head shliach in Miami, and I said, we're considering uh, uh, evaluating uh, Gainesville for our shlichus, he was so encouraging, and he said, when are you visiting? We Here are some names from a cruise. He met somebody at the time, Dr. Weinschelbaum, was just on a cantorial cruise. And all of a sudden, I never heard of the word games. You know, coming from Brooklyn, New York, I wasn't necessarily following college sports. I was following the Mets and baseball and a little more <laughs> pro football. And 
anytime we mentioned Florida, where I was from in Brooklyn, it was Miami. You know, the whole Florida was South Florida. So, but all of a sudden, as soon as we considered moving to Gainesville, we started getting spiritual signs through the physical network of people and Gainesville, Gainesville. All of a sudden, we're hearing the word Gainesville over and over again. You know, the ink is not dry and the story is long, but we're here over 20 years serving proudly. We're humble to be able to serve the students in the community. Uh, what we do goes way beyond the Jewish community, and we'll speak Excellent. more about that. We'll talk more about that in the next segment. Well, Rabbi, what a fascinating story about not just the services you provide, which, like you said, are, go beyond the Jewish community. They extend to the community as a whole, and we'll talk more about that after the next segment or during the next segment. I want to remind everybody that you are watching Melden Law and Friends, a podcast brought to you by Melden Law, a statewide law firm with its primary office in Gainesville, Florida, founded, gosh, back in the 1970s by this man, Jeffrey Melden, the founder and president and CEO of Melden Law, and also with offices in Ocala and Fort Lauderdale. You can check us out on the World Wide Web. I was told by our marketing director, if I point, I'll probably point in the direction of where it appears on the graphics <laughs> at www.meldenlaw.com or call us anytime, toll free at 1-800-373-8000. Our primary areas include personal injury cases, criminal defense cases, but whatever your question may be, we'll steer you in the right direction. We'll be right back in just a few moments. The Melden Law Firm from the beginning has been built on giving back to the community. I enjoy coming to work as much today as I did in 1971 when I opened my practice. I don't look at this as a job, I look at it as serving other people. While we're alive, what better feeling can you achieve than knowing that you've helped other people and thereby you enrich your own life? I was driving behind a lady, and very suddenly she moved out of the way. There was a log laying in the road, and when I hit my brakes, I went on top of the log. I had two herniated discs. I just haven't been the same since. Jeffrey Melden fought for me all the way. Him and his team really went there for me. Throughout the whole lawsuit, he made sure that my bills was paid. It was never no whenever I called him and asked him for something. Welcome back to Melden Law and Friends, a podcast brought to you by Melden Law, a statewide law firm with its primary office in Gainesville and also with offices in Fort Lauderdale and Ocala, Florida. We are, of course, of course, hosted by my good friend, my boss and mentor, Jeffrey Melden. Jeffrey, I'll tell you what, this podcast has been a lot of fun. We've reached a lot of people. Absolutely. Uh, we're really excited to be able to share uh, the friendships that we have with a lot of members of the Gainesville and North Central Florida community with all of our uh, viewers, listeners, and we're excited about uh, Melden and Melden Law and Friends uh, taking off. Like you said in the first segment, uh, we don't want this to be a boring old law show with a bunch of guys sitting around talking law stuff all the time, although we will throw in a little bit of that. We, we want to, in fact, introduce people like Rabbi Goldman, who's been our guest today, who can talk about and share with us the stories about how they impact the community and the things they do, not just to Northeast Central Florida, but to the state of Florida across the full state. Rabbi, again, we're so happy that you've joined us today. You were telling us during the first segment about the history of the center, about you coming here with your wife, setting up shop. I was looking at the website. It's just amazing to me, the things that, that you do at the center, it, from just 
socializing, giving place for students and community members to come, relax, have some chicken soup, watch movies. Uh, you, you really have opened your doors to everybody. Yeah, so first of all, that's, that's only possible because we were welcome. When we arrived, uh, as Jeffrey knows, in 1999 and established permanently in 2000, we, this community, community from all segments of it really opened their arms and doors to our arrival here, and we were welcomed. I remember Jeffrey's children, the, a star in your law firm now, Carrie, and your daughter Jessica, you know, much younger than we are today. And that... Everything that was accomplished and that we do is possible because of the community partnership and involvement. Uh, you know, at the core of our philosophy and mission, uh, part of uh, uh, Jewish teachings is that and the Bible teaches this, that we're all created in the image of God. And when you help somebody physically, you're also helping them spiritually. You know, how could you expect somebody to pray or to concentrate on a spiritual growth or study Torah or, or do anything that re requires something when their concentration is the need of the physical elements of life? So... You know, when you help somebody physically, you, if somebody's not feeling well and you bring them a chicken soup, <laughs> the next a few hours later, they can actually go about the fulfillment of their day, whatever it may be. Now, it, I've heard rumors that, you know, your your first love is actually being in the kitchen at the Chabad Center. Is that true? You're going to have to, people are going to have to come and check that out for themselves. <laughs> but it is true uh, that I am pretty involved in the tasting and quality of the food. I, I'm a little bit volunteer to be a taster uh, if you need a little bit in the recipes, uh, proprietary, uh, but uh, yes, it's 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 wonderful. I know. I I I will ask uh, Rabbi Goldman's wife, Hani. I'd say, Hani, uh, you know, uh, my wife uh, Patricia wants to come and cook and you know get involved more, you know, for Shabbat dinners and all of that. And uh, Hani says, you got to talk to Beryl. He's the boss when it comes to the kitchen. <laughs> and actually, Patricia was in the kitchen this past for last. Friday, cooking our repas, over a hundred of them. We had a beautiful social distance dinner outside now with COVID. Things are a little bit more challenging and difficult. We, we limit the attendance. You have to sign up because of tracing and other things. Please, God, you know, there will be a, a vaccine soon and therapeutics to allow us to go back to what we used to know as normal life. But at the so, moment, we don't stop serving the community. I, I wanted to talk about that a little bit because you're very humble about what I'm about to ask you next, but you do a lot of community service beyond the center, including giving away masks. And I, the number is in not the hundreds, but the thousands you've given away for free to members of the community. I think How many was, have you given right. away? So, you know, when COVID came, we saw different needs within the community uh, and way beyond the boundaries and borders of the Jewish community. Uh, and it wasn't necessarily financial in nature. People were calling us after we obtained in the infancy days of COVID when it was difficult to get masks and we got the government approved three ply cloth masks. Our first round was 50,000 masks and we actually partnered with not Melden Laws and Friends, but Melden Law to help distribute that to people that could not come necessarily to the distribution points, which we had set up multiple times. You sent them out to thousands of people by mail. And it wasn't a financial, 
financial thing. We were getting uh, calls from nursery school, from churches, from other nonprofit organizations. People had no idea where to purchase it. Other people don't purchase things online. Other people were not leaving their homes. There was such a need for it beyond the fact that they were expensive at the onset. Now masks, thank God, have come down in price. We also realized the need for food distribution and partnered with the, uh, a partnership with the federal government and the USDA farmers to families. We gave out, I think it's now six tractor trailers, 53-foot tractor tra trailers of food, partnering with other nonprofits as well, enabling to get food, healthy food, fresh food to people in the community. Each box, I think the value was $50, $60 retail value of fresh fruits and vegetables and other things, proteins, dairy. Wow. <laughs> the point of the, yes. the point of this is that each and every one of us have an obligation within society to do what we can to make the world a better place and to assist each other. You know, helping or doing positive things in a time of, you know, good times not to, is wonderful. But getting involved in the community or community service or helping a neighbor or helping each other in a time of need is what we're called to do. And I'm not speaking as a religious leader, as a, you know, a, a rabbi, a Jewish leader. I'm speaking as a human being. And we saw that within COVID, and that is going to be the lesson of COVID. When COVID will be way gone, masks will be way gone. 92,000 people, please God, soon back at the swamp when it's safe. The lesson will be how we can rise to every challenge and truly help each other beyond race, beyond financial uh, level of participation, beyond religion, each and every one of us are created in the image of God, and the purpose of this existence is to uh, reveal the godliness within the physical and, so to speak, bring this world to a better and perfected state than what we found it in or God's intention of creating it. That's all. Chris, Jeffrey, we can study about this fundamental philosophy for days, months, years, but... In a nutshell, that's what we're here to do. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you have inspired the community with regard to the COVID response. And uh, we were very honored to be able to partner with you in helping distribute the masks. And uh, we went to some of the uh, food giveaways and we actually grabbed some of the boxes to give to <laughs> people we knew that uh, neighbors and friends. And they, and they were so um, overwhelmed with, with the concept that they actually started uh, doing things for other people as well. So it, it, it has that. I remember your wife coming, opening up her trunk and filling it up with boxes for neighbors. And again, it was not a matter of financial need. It was that too. But there were many other reasons. And to this very moment, people are in need and need help. Thanksgiving yep. is coming up. That's right. One quick little sure. Thanksgiving is coming up. It's the first time ever many people will not have friends, family join them or then joining other people. And it's not only about the turkey dinner, kosher or not kosher, <laughs> which we can get to another time. It's, it's about not having that opportunity that one time a year when we're accustomed to having the inspiration, the love, the warmth of family and friends. So we're trying to set up a program to react to that need. Whatever the case is, each and every person could do their part. 
And just uh, uh, those that are taking statistics, if those that are watching, each tractor trailer, 53-foot trailer of food had 1,480-something boxes of food, and they were 10-pound boxes each. And we had to unload that, distribute it within those four hours that the truck was there, and each time there was not one box left, we probably could have given out a few more pallets. Yeah, I was there for three or four of those, and it was amazing. The, the cars were lining up and uh, just driving through, and uh, the response was incredible. And it wasn't just people who didn't um, have money. It was also people that just were unable to find uh, the fruits and vegetables and things that they needed easily. Right. I wanted to let our viewers who are watching it on the podcast or listeners, we're also on several audio platforms, to know about your website. It's www.jewishgator.com. I have that right? Jewishgator.com. Yes, that should be easy enough for those <laughs> in Central Florida, for sure. And you can learn all about the wonderful work. I, I think we've just gotten a small taste today of the amazing things that Rabbi Goldman and the center as a whole are doing for the community. I just want to say as a citizen of Gainesville how blessed I, I feel that you are here, your center is here, Jeffrey is you know, told us over the years about all the wonderful things the center does, but I truly hope that uh, the public starts to learn just about the amazing impact you're having citywide, countywide, and statewide. Anything else about things that are happening in the future? You've talked about Thanksgiving coming up, of course. Any other programs or activities? So, so how we're handling at the center, our staff, our student board, our volunteers, because the un charted territory of and the nature of COVID, we plan our programs and services very close to the events happening so we can accommodate the standards, the CDC, the Alachua County, the Gainesville uh, uh, restrictions or uh, uh, COVID uh, regulations to be able to do things safely. So for a few months, we were not allowing any in-person services to take place, but Passover, Shavuot, like Baomer, the food, the mass distribution all took place from within the center, but with you know, to the community. Now, since fall began, we started to host in-person in classes in addition to in-person programs and services in addition to these community-wide uh, home services and for, for people in need or things of that nature. We're going to continue to do that. We're going to do both. We're going to continue to host in person as long as we can. And we're, uh, uh, we pray and we hope that that could continue safely as well as to do uh, programs within the community for Thanksgiving specifically. Uh, we have an exciting program uh, ready, uh, as well as, uh, I can give out that website if you want. Sure. It's jewishgator.com forward slash thanks uh, for you to see what we're doing for Thanksgiving. Jewishgator.com forward slash help in reference to COVID <laughs> in general. Uh, and we've received so many unique requests of people in need. Uh, you know, obviously I can't share and I wouldn't share any particular information about people requesting, but people that lost their jobs and they needed new eyeglasses and they, and they didn't have the funds for it. And so many other things beyond what the general public is seeing with such mass distributions of masks, food and other things. There are particular things that each and every one of us could be influential and help each other, our neighbors, our friends, so on and so forth. I don't know when the segment 
is going to end, but I will, <laughs> I want to share something personal with the audience today that most of you watching, or like Chris says, that Jeffrey is a mentor and uh, uh, he works with him. Uh, I know Jeffrey as my psychiatrist, <laughs> as, my as our attorney, but most in importantly as our friend. Jeffrey is truly, and I'm not just saying this because I'm being hosted on Melvin and Friends, his entire family, uh, they wear their feelings and their love for people on their sleeve. And if you would, if you ever need an attorney, I don't want to tell you my personal detail, my daughter got into a small car accident, <laughs> this and that, and we even called Melvin Law for those services as well. And we got but it worked out. Most, they, they, we and, did. and most importantly, he's a friend. So Carrie is right. <laughs> Calling this Melden and Friends is true, not only because friends are on the air, but because you are a true friend to everybody that knows you. Well, I want to thank you very much, and what a lot of folks may not know is the University of Florida has the largest Jewish student population in the United States of any university. I didn't know that. And wow. it, it's very, very significant, the work that Rabbi Goldman and his wife Hani do to make a home away from home for all of the Jewish students that uh, are living in Gainesville. I want to remind everybody you are watching Meldon Law and Friends, a podcast brought to you by Meldon Law, a statewide law firm with its primary office in Gainesville, also with offices in Ocala and Fort Lauderdale. We will be joined in our next segment by another good friend of the firm, Jimmy Jennings. A lot of you know him from Work Harder, Train Harder. He's one of the premier uh, workout enthusiasts and trainers in the Gainesville area, so we'll be talking to Jimmy in just a few moments. Please take a look at our website, www.meldonlaw.com. Our primary areas of practice are personal injury and criminal defense. Whatever your question may be, give us a call, 1-800-373-8000. Thank you so much, Rabbi Goldman. Yeah, I want to uh, just share with the audience that obviously Rabbi Goldman has a lot more <laughs> to talk about, and we're going to have him back on the show again, and maybe uh, he'll tell you. Uh, some of the stories about, you know, the chicken soup story and uh, some of the other stories that we've heard over that. and over again. There's a lot left unsaid, but we'll have an opportunity again in another, at another time. We'll be right back. Thank you very much. Being a client at Melden Law was special because I felt like I was really being listened to and I felt welcome by the entire staff. If I were in a situation where I needed legal advice and help, I would absolutely reach out to Jeffrey because his reputation alone speaks for itself. But on a personal level, I know that he would take care of me and help me solve those problems and I would feel safe with him. I've done mornings here on Sky Radio for 17 years. Jeffrey Meldon started doing his weekend show here 16 years ago. One of the things that separates Jeffrey is I don't see him out there hollering for people's business. I see him out there investing in the community. He's touched a lot of lives, and a lot of it he'll never know what a difference he made in somebody's life about information that he has shared on the air. Hello and welcome back to Melden Law and Friends. Today is Friday, November 20th, 2020. We've got a big game against Vanderbilt tomorrow, 12 noon. And as we talked about at the beginning of today's podcast, we are now Melden Law and Friends. We are a podcast whose goal is to present people from the community 
Gainesville, Alachua Academy community, but really statewide, Jeffrey. People who have an impact on the communities, friends of ours, people who do fun things but do important things. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I'm pl uh, very pleased to uh, bring in my personal trainer, who I've uh, worked <laughs> out with for many, many years, uh, Jimmy Jennings. How are you doing this morning, Jimmy? Great, great, great to be here. Jimmy, we're so glad to have you on the show. You are very well known. You're not just a little well known, you are very well known, I have to say, in the Gainesville community. I, I went into a Planet Smoothie or somewhere, I think about a year ago, and I see this giant six-foot uh, thing of you, and uh, everybody I know seems to tell me they work out with your company, Train Harder. So tell us about Train Harder. What is that all about? Well, actually, Train Harder is just one of the logos of six. Mm -hmm. And um, I started doing a body by Jimmy maybe 20 years ago. And um, and it just grew. I mean, I'm all about results. And, you know, it's, everybody's different. And, you know, like, you have that line where you got these people who do hard workouts and you have that line with people just starting but what about the in-between people you know what I mean I always <laughs> wanted to go back where you know what is a housewife or somebody who just can't get in shape or don't understand it and they go to a gym and they're lost because you're not it's not catered to everybody so everybody has their own workout no, no matter where you start at and where you end at you have your own workout you can't do somebody else's workout so I kind of drew myself to those kind of people, you know, what about the middle people? You know? you know, Jimmy, I remember back in the 1990s first meeting you over at the Gold Gym. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. About how, when was that, mid-1990s? I remember, well, the Gators actually won in 1996, so it was right around 93 or so. First yeah. national championship yeah. right yeah. around there. And our, our, our friend Billy DeKylis was the owner of the uh, yeah. gym, and uh, I started working out back then. Uh, I, what I had done was I promised myself that when I turned 50, I would be in better shape than when I was 49. And that's how I got started training. And that was 26, almost 27 years ago yeah. that I started working out three days a week uh, to make sure that I was in better shape each successive year. And then Jimmy and I, how did you start uh, training? When did you get involved in it? Well, like you said, it was right around 96. I just started, I was, somebody asked me to train somebody because they were, you know, they pulled me out of the crowd and say, listen, I want him because he's intimidating. And she, <laughs> he is that. He, she, she was getting married. It was like two and then two turned into six. And then all of a sudden, it was like, because, you know, results, results speaks for itself. And well, that's what. What really impressed me though, talk about how you develop your individualized routines because um, uh, myself, I've been working out with Jimmy for a long time and now my wife Patricia is also working out with Jimmy, but it's completely work different when you have a, a, a trainer like Jimmy Jennings who understands what your capabilities are and knows uh, how to sequence the um, different exercises. How do, how do you I, develop that? I started working out when I was in play football. And then, you know, just right after football, when my friends would go to out, I would just mm -hmm. work out. But I had a chance to work out with people who competed. So there's different types of workout, okay? You already have a body. So you look at what was going on is the technique. Technique is not taught anymore. People are just lifting stuff. If you're just lifting 30 pounds, you're not gonna do it 20 times. 
right? So if you have already have a body and you do stuff and start doing more reps and eat better, you it's just like it burns your body down to shape instead of being bigger, you know? And a lot of people don't understand it. Like if a person's overweight, they're in the gym doing machines. Machines, not, machines don't make you. Okay, the kitchen makes you, so everything I try to do is with, you know, you understand that it works for you, and it, it may not take that. Somebody who can't run three miles, don't go out and try to run it in one day. It's baby step. Everything you do is kind of, you have to build up mm -hmm. to it. So when you get to the perfect form, and you can do, if you could do something with three pounds 20 times, and you can do something with five pounds 20 times, but if you do, and you have the bigger weight, and you can't do that many times, you're not building rep and toning of what you have. You're just building size, and then your form goes out. So I'm very anal about that. So that's what makes it different, and it's always high intensity. It's little but high intensity. So in a, take a person who's going to the gym and spend two and a half hours. For what? Why two and a half hours? Going to get the job done. So that's where this train harder came up, shirt came up, is that, you look in the mirror and you're talking to Joe and yeah. you talk to Joe at the mailbox before you left home. You're in the gym talking to Joe again and you turn around and look at the mirror, it's backwards, it's talking That's to why you. you've got the backwards yeah. print so you, you can look in the, the mirror and say, so darn it. Motivation. <laughs> it motivates you. So, I, you know, and I just kind of came up with a gang of them and now I have my own website, you know. Um, what is that yeah, website? Talk about that. I want to, I want to hit the, so the Train Harder, I have a whole up. wardrobe of Train Harder shirts. He's not kidding, he really okay. does. And I wear them all the time and when I I look in a mirror, it, it, it's the right way. That's the whole whole idea of yeah. train harder. But Jimmy has taken the train harder concept into other yeah. areas as well. And I've trademarked them all, and I've had like six of them. And train harder was the first one. Then I got fish harder, and then I got hunt harder, and I got run harder, and then I got ball harder. And ball harder, you can take a basketball, football, baseball, and put there so that you're going at that sport with a harder attitude. And um, and I actually have chomp harder. And, you know, it's like the word chomp, but there's teeth in it like the mouth of a gator. But it's just, mm -hmm. it's just you know. So how can people get a hold of you? Chomp yeah. harder, you know what I mean? Um, What's the website? Um, trainharderfitness.com. Trainharderfitness.com. Yes. Okay. And that way people can learn all about you and what you do. It's really amazing, though. Like I said, so many people, Jeffrey, so many of us in town have had some interaction with you, and it's really incredible. You are, in fact, a certified fitness yes. trainer. This yes. isn't a hobby. This is what you do. Yes. But uh, you mentioned something a few seconds ago. You talked about your fish harder trademark, and I saw a picture of a fish you put up on Facebook <laughs> the other day. That was no small, largemouth bass. That was a, that was a lunker. You got to go hard at it. You go hard at everything. <laughs> but I want to get back to what you said sure. about Jeff. Jeffrey was saying about... I've never seen somebody, and I'm not saying he's old, I'm just saying that I've never seen somebody that acts like he's 20 years old when he work out. He moves, he, he jumps, he moves around, and that's just part of being healthy, you understand? And you know, with this pandemic we do have- That's what I wanted to ask you about. You have, yeah. yeah. How do you how do you talk, how do you train people in this pandemic? I know you well, do that with Jeffrey. I was actually yeah. really busy before the pandemic, yeah. and what I came out and started doing is like, I go to people's houses, okay? okay? And then, or they come in my house, and I have a little setup and stuff. But the point of it is, is that you can do most of your stuff at home, okay? It's a pandemic, and like we all have to pitch in and be careful where we go and what we do. And you can't just sit there and eat food without doing anything. So walk out, go outside, walk, do whatever you can. Understand how to make yourself accountable, just like you get up in the morning to go to work. Well, your body is your work too, because if you don't take care of it, just like putting the oil in your car, it doesn't run. 
And so and this is what we do. Yeah, we talk about uh, how that transition. That I'm, I'm working out with the gym, uh, with Jimmy for years and years and years, and uh, you know, all of a sudden the gyms are closed, and then uh, I didn't work out for three or four weeks, and then Jimmy calls me and uh, tell him the story. <laughs> well, I, you know, I was like, because I was trying to figure out what how I was going to re, you know, regroup mm -hmm. and figure out what I was going to do. So I called, uh, I called Jeff and said, Hey, look, I'm trying to take in get some people that I actually know that are trying to be, you know, deal with the pandemic, not be in this and in and out of stuff, different people around you and stuff like that. And and I wanted to take in some people that actually was, you know, watching themselves. And then his then at that time he was, you know, dating somebody and he's about to get married and <laughs> and she comes in as tough as she can be as nails and she is he, tough. Yeah, she brings her in and stuff. And like he said, she goes at it just like the kitchen thing, but it's a big turnaround. Her and I right now are almost like brothers and sisters. The funniest thing you want to see. We go at it, but at the same time, she gets what I'm saying. You know, it's just like he was saying about the weight thing. She's a person that lifts, but coming to me, I have to get her, and she's there, and she gets it, and she looks so much better recently than, you know, with just lifting. But, you know, Jeff, Jeff is a somebody that I will train him as long as he want to train because he gets it too, and I, you know, and he when I when I came to him and told him what I was doing, he was actually able to step up and say, "Hey, look, this is what I want to do. I want to be away from the people. I want to be away from you know the stuff that's going on." He didn't really want to go to the gym anyway, but I'm fortunate enough to have somebody like him because he's helped me out a lot. So a lot of it's some old school things yes. too. I mean, oh, you yeah, were telling we, me jumping we call, jacks, we call it boot camp in yeah. my house. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm sitting there, you know, doing jump uh, jumping jacks and push ups. And uh, sit-ups, and uh, you know, you, we have one little bench that we use, and uh, a couple uh, lightweights. But one of the most important things that I've learned is that it's the form, not the weight, yeah. and that's something that is technique is gone. Technique you know, is it's it's gone because it, you know as you get because I remember doing a lot of weight, and even when I work out now, I do technique technique over lifting heavy. Unless I was going in a contest for being the strongest man in the world, it's fine. I'm not <laughs> saying none of that stuff is, is bad, but you have to dumb down to the, the workout that you need for yourself, okay? you Everybody has to start somewhere, and anybody can do it. And so tell us again, the website is train trainhardofitness.com is the site with all the shirts and stuff at, but anybody who just want to communicate with me, you can message me on my Facebook, which is my name was uh, Jimmy Jennings, and that's J I M M I E, yes. right? Jimmy Jennings yes. on Facebook. They can find you, send you a message, and, and uh, mention this show or something. And I know that you saw what I was saying, and we can go from there. Yeah. So Jennings is spelled J E N N I N G S. Jimmy Jennings, and um, I will tell you. Um, you're really an inspiration to me, Jimmy, to keep going because uh, Jimmy will tell me, Jeffrey, you're doing great today. Keep it going. Keep it going. And it means a lot because uh, it's easy to fall into bad habits. Yes. And Jimmy, uh, he's been losing weight during COVID, right? Yes. Yeah. You've been working out. You're getting up at 4, 4.30 in the morning. 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock. Oh, my goodness. Running. <laughs> See, I do it. This is, I admire this you. is a perfect example. I get up at 4 o'clock to make my day work, okay? I may not want to get up at 4 o'clock, but if I want to keep myself where I, I get up at 4 o'clock, then my whole, my whole time adjusts to what I need to do. 
And if everybody would do that, because nobody ever had time to go to the gym. No time, but you have time to go to the grocery store, you have time to go over the salad, you know, whatever. But to take care of yourself is what it's about now, because we're all in the same boat. And if we don't do that, nobody's going to do it for you. Well, not only during COVID, but before COVID yeah. and after COVID. Yeah, I mean, exactly. the same rules apply. We just Now we just had to adjust a little bit, yes. uh, you know, for the circumstances but it's the same principles and actually i don't know that i'm going to go back to the gym because i'm having such a good time working <laughs> yeah. out doing our I boot camp at home to say the same thing wow you know and i don't think cole is going away tomorrow no so, it's it's not you know J jimmy please know how much we appreciate you being on the show well, and we will be having you back as we've been talking about this is a fluid organic thing melding along <laughs> friends we're definitely having rabbi goldman back yes. and we'd love to have you back too and thank you for what you're doing to keep this man going. You know, I tell people, I get calls during the week, and they say, well, Mr. Mountain's been at this a long time, and I say, stop. He's in better shape and has more energy than anybody in this office. Yeah. And I attribute a lot of that to you and the wonderful work you do. And uh, we got to put up a picture of that fish you caught. I mean, that's pretty amazing. When I saw that, I said, he's as serious about fishing. Oh, Jimmy, yeah. <laughs> you go out on Orange Lake, and you'll see Jimmy in his right. boat uh, during the uh, weekend sometimes, and he'll tell me his stories. But uh, go to his web, uh, his Facebook page. Jimmy, right? Jimmy Jennings, and uh, find that, and you'll learn a lot about him. Thank you so much for watching. We've got one more segment left. This is Meldon Law and Friends, a service of Meldon Law, a statewide law firm founded by this man, Jeffrey Meldon, back in the early 70s. We have offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Our primary practice areas are personal injury law and criminal defense law. You can take a look at us on the World Wide Web, MeldonLaw.com, or you can give us a call toll-free anytime at 1-800-373-8000 or pound hurt, pound 4878 from your cell phone. A Meldon will be talking to you or maybe myself, a legal professional, one of the attorneys. We'll do our best to steer you in the right direction. We'll be right back, and thank you so much for watching and listening. I was in an accident. Someone ran a red light and hit me, and I was hurt. You don't know where to turn. Luckily, I called Jeffrey. These big insurance companies, they don't want you to win. They truly don't. But Jeffrey and his firm and the people that work here, they just really fight for you. You call the law offices of Jeffrey Belden because you're gonna need help and they will help you. I was riding as a passenger in my friend's vehicle. Yeah, a fellow ran a stop sign and we T-boned him. Had neck and shoulder and knee injuries and didn't know what to do and I remember seeing one of Jeffrey's ads. So I gave him a call. He explained everything to me. I'd go see him and everything was done. Everything was taken care of. Don't waste your time with anybody else. Go see Jeffrey. Our motto is Melden Law, you matter most. We can never repair a missing arm, or we can never undo being charged with a DUI. What we can do is help you get back on your feet. You're not just another client to us. And it may be a long road, it may be a difficult road, but we won't stop until we find as much justice as we can. Welcome to Meldon Law and Friends, a service of Meldon Law, a statewide law firm with an office in Gainesville, but also with offices in Fort Lauderdale 
and Ocala, Florida. Today is Friday, the 20th day of November 2020. End of the week, another big weekend for the Florida Gators, and we are, of course, at Meldon Law, the official community sponsor of the Florida Gators. Correct, Jeff Jeffrey? Yeah, the only official law firm partner <laughs> of the Florida Gators. And it's really amazing because, you know, we think of Gator fans, we think of North Central Florida, we think of Gainesville and Ocala, but Kerry, quite a few down there in the Fort Lauderdale, South Florida area, right? I've, I've been told that there's more <laughs> fans of the Gators in South Florida than there are in North Florida. So uh, that would make sense because of the amount of uh, people that live in South Florida. Well, I'm originally from South Florida, so I guess you could include me in that. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. so the Gators are all over the world, mm -hmm. uh, and especially in the state of Florida, uh, we're the premier university uh, of uh, the state of Florida. At least I would uh, suggest that <laughs> over a period of time, uh, you know, we've been a charter member of the SEC, and uh, with regards to our athletics, you know, we were always in the top three or four in the whole country in terms of uh, our overall athletic program. And you know what? I, I would uh, throw in here that uh, although we um, we love um, all of the colleges in the state of Florida, the Gators actually um, are more popular in South Florida than the Hurricanes are. Oh, they, right. they, they might argue with us on that, but <laughs> yeah. whatever there's the more, case. More Gator, there's more Gator fans in South Florida just because Gators have been around so long and there's so I, many I got to admit, though, I, I used to root for the Canes when they were in those national championship games, when, when they had those yeah. great teams in the 80s and 90s and early Jimmy part Johnson. Of, oh, my the, goodness. Coach. They, they, yeah. they had such an attitude. And I like to think that some of our national championship runs had that same type of swagger and attitude, don't you think? Well, well, wasn't the uh, the first coach to bring him to uh, nationwide prominence was Howard Howard Schnellenberger, right? And he would walk into the um, the recruits' homes in Miami. And he was the first coach that decided to wall off South Florida for the University of Miami Hurricanes. And he said, "I'm going to take most of my roster from South Florida." And he'd walk in with this big cigar. He'd always chew on the cigar. He'd walk into the <laughs> homes, and he and he'd tell the, the kids and the families from South Florida, "We're going to keep you right here, and we're going to win a national." I'm going to take care of your son and for I, the next four years, and, and they believed and him. And they did it. And he and, did. And so, uh, my, you know, we respect uh, Miami Hurricanes, and as, as painful as this is to say, I respect Florida State. Uh, my sister went to Florida State, but that's right. In so. my heart, I'm a Gator, <laughs> and I'm always going to believe. Uh, that the Gators are the best because that's what fans do, right? Well, Kerry, we had you on the show. We had you on the podcast two episodes ago, and we talked about it and said, well, actually, that episode got quite a strong response in South Florida. Uh, quite a few people were watching it, so we wanted to talk a little bit more about the South Florida office, all you got going on down there. One question a couple of people said is, where is it? Where, where is your office in South Florida? Well, first of all, thank you for uh, tuning in uh, for all of our South Florida listeners. Please uh, continue to support Melden Law and Friends. Uh, we're doing this uh, for the community, and uh, we're going to be probably doing some giveaways in the future, too. Uh, we have a ton of swag. Dad's the, the king of swag. And, <laughs> and uh, so uh, Always the marketer. Well, I think they'll be, it'll be worth everyone's uh, while to tune in, but not only just to, to get some swag, but more importantly, to listen to some of these incredible interviews. Uh, the one that we had uh, last week, or uh, was it two weeks ago, 
was uh, Dr. Uh, Indelicato, we did. who was uh, a physician for the Miami Dolphins. So it was nice to be able to bring in, and the Florida Gators, to bring in someone that had uh, both South Florida and uh, North Florida uh, experience. You're centrally located, though, right by the courthouse, very close. So our office in Fort Lauderdale is located at 1 East Broward Boulevard. It's uh, right next to what's called the Brightline train station. And the Brightline, uh, for those listeners that may not know what it is, is this high-speed transit system uh, that was recently bought by Virgin, uh, Richard Branson, and it is currently transporting people from Miami to Fort Lauderdale, right where our office is, and from Fort Lauderdale to West Palm. And it's going to be moving up through Orlando and then Tampa. It's going to revolutionize the way that uh, South Florida uh, travels and the whole state of Florida. And our office is located directly next to uh, the Brightline station in Fort Lauderdale. We're very close to the courthouse. We're close to Las Olas Boulevard, which is I remember the, famous, that well. <laughs> the famous shopping district uh, in Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale's equivalent of Rodeo Drive, so to speak. <laughs> yes. Maybe a little bit. Yes. And we service uh, clients throughout the entire uh, South Florida area. So the reason that we decided to uh, start our firm in Fort, Fort Lauderdale is that we can um, meet people in Miami. We can meet people obviously in Broward County. We can meet people in Palm Beach County. Within an hour, uh, we can have face-to-face meetings if they want to meet with someone from our office. So uh, we have had uh, some great success since we've opened the firm uh, about three years ago, the the branch of the firm in South Florida. And we're hoping to continue uh, to build on that success and and give that same uh, North Florida uh, client-first service to our clients down in South Florida. I wanted to ask you about that, Jeffrey. Certainly, we've talked about it on our radio show. We've talked about it here on the podcast, the excellent client experience, the collaborative effort we put in every case. But if Kerry signs up a case down in South Florida, he or Tanner, the whole staff statewide, we're working on that collaboratively. collaboratively. Absolutely. Well, here's the the deal. Since uh, everything now is... computerized. Our phones are computerized. We obviously have uh, all of our uh, Macintosh computers that we're communicating with. And when you call the law office, we pick it up in Gainesville usually, but it's instantaneously transferred to South Florida or vice versa. Somebody in South Florida can pick up the phone and transfer it up to North Florida, and it's made it so much easier. And now that everybody uh, is Zooming, we're meeting with clients daily um, via Zoom and other platforms. So it really has become easier and easier for us to give the full force and measure of all of our talents to both South Florida and to North Central Florida as well. Yeah, I would agree. I, I think that it's been um, a transition uh, moving to uh, the Zoom type uh, experience. I always like the face-to-face experience with the clients, but right now in this environment, uh, for most of them, it's safer to uh, either meet. We do offer that option, though. D- depending yes. on the circumstances, we can we can meet face to face. Absolutely, socially distanced. We, so. we have we have um, a socially distanced conference room where we can make sure that people are safe and they can meet with us in person. Uh, but we want to respect uh, whatever they wish. And the great the great thing is that we have the ability to represent anywhere anyone anywhere because of Zoom and these new advances uh, in technology. I want to reemphasize, as we talk about each show, that we are a firm that specializes in injury cases, personal injury cases, meaning 
persons who have been victims of car accidents, big truck accidents, what we call premises liability, slip and fall, trip and fall, bike accidents, electric skateboard accidents, dog bites, and whether it's Gainesville, whether it's Ocala, or whether it's Fort Lauderdale, we handle those statewide, right? Yes, and one of the things that we wanted to do when we partnered up with the, the University of Florida Gators is to really give us more exposure throughout the whole state, okay? So when I say uh, more exposure, I want people to be calling us about any kind of legal matter. Sure. And if we can't handle it, we can find hopefully a, a partner throughout the whole state of Florida that can handle it and do it in a way that's going to uh, work for in their best interest. So that's what our goal is. If we can accomplish that, that's great. Uh, we'll do our best to try to help people even if we can't do it through our firm, give them Steer some them in the right direction. I know you've cultivated relationships over the years, not just Gainesville, statewide, with other attorneys in other fields. Yeah, most folks do not know who to call when they need an attorney. They may have heard some names uh, on the TV, radio, hopefully podcasts, and uh, you'll think of Melden Law. But one of the, the goals that we have is to help people with their needs. So if you need a family law lawyer, a real estate lawyer, or somebody to do a, a will, um, we know who does it and does it well. And all you have to do is call the office. We'll get you in the right direction. Uh, there's no charge. It's free. And we appreciate folks looking to us for some direction as far as how to meet their legal needs. Carrie, I've got to ask you, going back to the whole thing about our community partnership at the University of Florida, you've been to the last couple of football games. I know you were at the uh, game last Friday night. Boy, what a great game we had, 63-35 uh, to 35 over Arkansas. But it had to be something to be down there and see the name Meldon Law on that electronic scoreboard. So it's really cool. Uh, the University of Florida has done a, an amazing job of promoting our law firm at the football games, and they're going to do so in other athletic events as well. And uh, it talks about our three office locations in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. But it also adds to a little bit of our, um, our philosophy. When I say that, Meldon Law, our motto is, you matter most. But when we're in the stadium, <laughs> the motto is, won't back down. Won't back down, so, Tom Petty. So the two mottos are hand in hand. Uh, at Meldon Law, you matter most, and our team does not back down to the insurance companies and to the other people that are trying to uh, push back on our clients. You are watching Meldon Law and Friends, a service of Meldon Law, which is a statewide law firm. We have an office in Fort Lauderdale. Carrie is running that office with a full-time staff, a couple other professionals, a great attorney named Tanner Demery you talked about, Alexandra, the paralegal, who's doing an amazing job and really the backbone of the firm well, statewide. Not only that, we have a team of 25 people. Yes. Uh, so when anybody has a, a case, uh, all 25 of those folks exactly. are available to pitch in and get the job done. Again, thank you so much for watching Meldon Law and Friends, a service of Meldon Law, your statewide law firm with offices in Fort Lauderdale, Gainesville, and Ocala. Uh, we will be back next week on the, gosh, it's the 27th of November. Hard to believe we're, what are we, four weeks from Christmas. It's, it's pretty amazing. This year has Very close. flown by so fast. Yeah, things are uh, moving rapidly, and uh, hopefully... 
we're going to bring back a championship December 19th in Atlanta. Yeah, I, I think I think we have a good shot at it. Hopefully, God willing, the creek don't rise. Well, it'll be a great year for the Gators. I, I think so. And, Chris, you do a great job hosting this program. We, we are uh, lucky to have you. And uh, if you ever want to listen to to him on the radio at 1030, you can do a quick plug. Oh, we, we've got a radio show as well, and you can watch it actually anywhere on the World Wide Web. You go on, um, the, the name of the radio station is 97.3 WSKY-FM, but they do have a button. If you go on their website, you can listen to it statewide. Usually Jeffrey, me, sometimes Carrie, all sorts of things. Thank you again for watching. We'll see you next week.